on Triple M, the Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Morning, everybody. Welcome along to another Saturday sports show brought to you by Extreme Sports in the Carath City Shopping Centre. It's a busy program today. We'll be talking NRLWA basketball. We'll talk motocross. We'll talk golf out at the Carratha Country Club. And we might even throw in a wee bit of running with the Pilbara Trailblazers. It's the Saturday sports show. Good to have your company. We've only got one hour today, so let's get stuck straight into it. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday sports show on Triple M. The Saturday Sports Show. Uh, NRL is well and truly underway around the country. Uh, Sadly, we don't have an NRL team in WA at the moment, but NRL WA is not sitting back and letting that uh, hinder them in the growth of the sport. Just recently, uh, the development officer for NRL WA was in the Pilbara uh, visiting uh, schools and joins me on the phone this Saturday morning. Gus Marshall, good morning. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Not too bad. The ultimate goal, I guess, for NRLWA would be to get back into the big league? Yeah, I think that's that's the aim for um, for all of us at NRLWA is to have a, an elite franchise one day. Um, but I think the, the immediate goal for us is just getting more kids um, playing the game of rugby league and understanding what rugby league is and then hopefully one day um, wanting to play at that highest level. That's the correct answer for the development officer who's trying to grow the junior, junior side of the sport. Well done. So your boss will be happy with your answer. Um, Thank you. Now you. You brought up uh, a roadshow through the Pilbara and you did plenty of uh, towns across the northwest uh, with uh, past players, including internationals. Now, how, did, how many schools do you reckon you, did, you visited across your week away? So all up, I think we visited around 11 or 12 schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, within them schools, there was multiple classes. So I think we worked it out around 1,500 kids we, we delivered to through the, um, through the week. Um, so, yeah, plenty, plenty of kids out there loving rugby league and, um, and excited by the sport. What is the expectation then, now that you've delivered this to the Pilbara, the Pilbara Roadshow, are you expecting to get a massive take-up in registrations for junior rugby league or are you expecting just... Uh, the the bubble to just keep on ticking on and you keep uh, providing the the support to try and grow it at junior level i mean at the it's the future of the sport is to get the juniors on board yeah 100 percent. and i think the, the the roads to regions program that we deliver nationally it's about going into regions that we might not be able to service um as well as we'd like to and i know obviously through COVID um and through staffing and stuff like that the pilbara region hasn't been serviced to to what we would like to service it, but it's just about trying to grow the awareness of rugby league, come up to a market that's got a, a long history of rugby league um, in the Pilbara, and making sure that um, the kids out there, they understand that there is other opportunities compared to the more, um, I suppose, bigger sports. Um, and, and we saw that, you know, we delivered a few a few clinics in Caratha, and then we had a come and try the next evening, and we had about 20 or 30 kids that weren't registered to the local club, came down just because we told them, hey, there's a bit of fun happening um, in the afternoon and they've come down and now they're, they wanted to play rugby league. So straight away there's a, a direct correlation to the to the program that we deliver and then the kids come into club, but it's just about trying to get more kids playing the sport of rugby league and then hopefully continuing to play as they as they do get older. Is this also a part of your job? Is it also talent ID? Do you manage, get, manage to get it around to the regions, particularly the Pilbara, to uh, talent ID uh, potential superstars. I mean, Kalen Ponga is a classic example who's come from the, the Pilbara, uh, now pl- plying his trade, although sadly out with uh, concussion problems. But uh, Kalen Ponga is a Pilbara boy made good in the in the uh, NRL. Yeah, so part part of obviously the, the come and try clinics is we do speak to the local coaches, the local club committee, um, talk about potential higher um, 
highest standard of their, their players that they have. And then through that, we can make connections with them, the players, the parents, and, and talk about what their pathway may look like. And obviously being um, in a regional area, it's slightly different to coming in, say, twice a week and training um, with a development squad or something as such. But there is definitely opportunities. Um, and, you know, we've had a couple of kids in the last in the last two or three years making our state representative teams from the Pilbara and then going on um, to higher things. So, like you said, Kalen Ponga um, is, is obviously the prime example that he's now at the top level. Um, but even even some of the players we've got locally in our first grade competition have grown up playing rugby league in the Pilbara, and then they relocate to Perth for, for whatever reason and continue playing rugby league at that next level. So, um, yeah, part of it is talent ID, but I think the majority of what we're trying to do is just get more kids playing so then the standard of rugby league in the region increases, which then gives them kids even more of an opportunity um, to, to make it in, in the long run. Junior rugby league, is it mandatory uh, for the underage kids to have head protection uh, because there is a massive focus and there potentially can be uh, legal cases nowadays for uh, CTE and um, concussion protocols. So is it mandatory for juniors to uh, wear the headgear? Yeah, so there's policies and procedures around um, kids under certain ages that they have to wear mouth guards, headgear um, and, and things like that. There is also... Um, a, a program that we deliver called the, the Tackle Ready Program for under sevens. So under sixes is Tag Rugby League. And in the start of the season in under sevens is Tag Rugby League. We then, as development officers, we go out to the local clubs. We deliver the Tackle Ready Program, which is a six-week program that um, focuses on the competence and confidence of the children in the actual tackle, being tackled, making the tackles. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they then they then play um, Tackle Rugby League. So when, when this was kind of launched with our play development framework, a lot of people said, oh, they're removing the tackle. What are they doing? They don't know what they're doing. But now we're sending out trained people to deliver probably the most important aspect of our game to the kids um, and then de- develop the coaches as well. So all we want in under sixes and the start of under sevens is the kids running forward, scoring tries, passing the ball, evading other people, trying to run around, have so much fun, um, get the concepts of the game. And then when we feel it's right, we then put in that, um, the key aspect, which is the tackle, and we make sure we train them so they're confident, and then they can um, execute the tackling with the right skills. I think that is uh, of paramount importance. That's probably the chief worry for a lot of parents who uh, uh, their kids want to go in, boys and girls, to go and play rugby league uh, because it is a, uh, it's not a single-gender sport. Uh, the Australians uh, at the top level are playing at uh, male and female, and uh, it flows through. So we're encouraging boys and girls, and the, the answers you've just given us about uh, the safety aspect will um, probably allay a lot of fears. Mate, thanks for your time this morning. Just before we go, a little birdie has told me that you may or may not be a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. Do you uh, give them a chance this week, given the recent passing of Johnny Sattler? Yeah, I think they'll get up for the game. I think it'll be a good game. Um, and obviously coming off a couple of uh, close losses, I think they'll be they'll be raring to go. So I think, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they get the win and uh, everyone's happy. Gussie Marshall, thanks for joining us on the Saturday Sports Show. No worries, mate. Thank you very much. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. It's all brought to you by Extreme Sports in the Carafa City Shopping Centre. Swimming is one of those things that we love doing all year round, and we've got a magnificent complex here in Caratha for the uh, called the Caratha Leisureplex. There is an equally magnificent uh, facility, albeit on a smaller scale, out in Wickham, and the Wickham Wahoos are the swim club based out in Wickham. Troy Johnson's the president. Morning, Jono. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Dave? Pretty good. Now, uh, a little birdie by the name of Kate. Uh, who's on your committee, tells me yes. that uh, the Wahoos at the start of this year 
have had a blinder of a start to the season. You went to Country Pennants in Northam. Uh, a small uh, team went down there and in the E section, and you blitzed it. Yes, we did, Dave. Um, March long weekend, we took away 18 swimmers mm-hmm. um, that competed, aging from eight years of age up to uh, myself. Got in the water for a couple of swims at 53. Um, and, yeah, we, we did quite well. We did 62 swims over the weekend and came away with 36 personal best times for that. That and is fantastic. That, it is. It's really good. The guys are um, have been putting in their effort all year, and it's, uh, you know, come together at, at the right time for the country championship, country pennants down in Northern. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we actually came away with the E-grade um, two pennants. We came away with the country pennant championship for E-grade and also the best uh, relay uh, club as well. So we took out the, the points in the relays as well. So Go the Wahoos. How good is that? Very, yeah, very proud of them. It's very good. So that's, that's a pretty good start to the season. That was uh, back at the start of March. Now we're at the end of March now. A couple of weekends ago, you travelled all the way up to Head Vegas and into the Gratwick Aquatic Centre uh, for yep. the Headland Swim Club's very first swim meet for a long, long time, uh, the long course uh, tournament. Swimmers from all over the, uh, the place, including, I believe, from Derby, came down for that meeting. How did you guys go in Headland? Yes, so um, we only took 10 swimmers away for that, um, backing up from the weekends before where we went down to Northern. Um, only 10 swimmers went up. They had 61 swims, and once again, they pulled away with 17 personal bests. So it was good to see that the uh, the kids could back it up. So that comes down to their training from our uh, four coaches that we've got on board, uh, getting the kids um, up with their fitness, not just their stroke styles and, and everything else. So it's been good to uh, be a part of the club this year. Well, a massive shout-out to the work that the, the coaches are doing, but also a massive shout-out to the mums, dads, carers, nanas, pops that uh, bring the kids along to the training sessions and support them fully all the way through uh, the their swimming. And not just the kids. I mean, there's a 53-year-old that gets in the water occasionally as well uh, <laughs> and and puts in maybe one or two personal bests at his, uh, at his ripe old age. Hey, John, how do people exactly. get involved with... If they're new to town, and we always get new people to town throughout, the it's the nature of the the, the region. Now, how do people get involved with the Wickham Wahoos? So Wickham Wahoos have got a Facebook page. If yep. you just look up Wickham Wahoos uh, on the on Facebook, um, and then ask to join that and and follow our page. Um, we also have a financials page that once you do become a member, um, so you, your kids join the swimming club and become a member, we have a financial page that has more, more details with each swim meet that we go to and who our sponsors are and, um, and and more details on the actual swim club. So the best way would be to either come down to the pool for training nights, most nights, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays or Sunday mornings um, and speak to one of the coaches or if you see myself or one of the, um, the many committee members around town that you know are involved in swimming, then just have a talk to them and we'll try and get you involved into the club. It's a magnificent facility down there in the middle of town. Uh, you've got the, the sporting fields there. You've got the swim pool the, or the aquatic centre. And yep. that wonderful little thing called the Rambler Bar right in the middle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, thank you very much for taking our time this morning. I know you're busy because there's a swim meet happening uh, this morning. Uh, and I think it even goes into tomorrow for at the Caratha Leisureplex for the That's Northwest correct. titles. Uh, thanks for taking our call today. And go the Wahoos. Go the Wahoos. Just before I go, can I just like to thank our, our sponsors that helped us get down to, um, to wherever we go. Um, so there's Title Solutions, Intent Building Supplies, Wickham Plumbing and Gas, uh, Larson's BP Rayburn and IPSA. 
they're our sponsors for this year and we thank them immensely. Without their support um, financially and, and in kind, we wouldn't be able to get to these meets that we get to and, and compete and uh, bring home the results. Absolutely. They're a bunch so, of legends and uh, so yeah. are the Wahoos, mate. Thanks for your time on a Saturday morning. Thank you very much, Dave. Good speaking to you. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show, thanks to uh, Caratha City Shopping Centre's Extreme Sports. You can find Sharon and uh, the team in there with plenty of range of sporting gear to suit what you've got. Time to talk motocross. We spoke to Tommy Walsh a few weeks ago now, and they've uh, done some modifications out to the track. Hello, Walsh. How are you? Hi, mate. Good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. What's uh, What have you done? You've, you sent a message through saying you've made some upgrades out at the track. What's going on out there? Uh, yeah, we've um, we've built a, a slightly different, newer track. It's a bit faster, um, a bit uh, a bit more flowing. Um, yeah, it'll create um, a lot of exciting racing. That's for sure. In the next in the next few months. All right. Uh, you've got a shed out there to uh, whack in the the, uh, the equipment and stuff now. Yeah, we do. Um, we just had a new 20 by 10 metre um, facility built, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll uh, initially um, serve as a, a huge storage facility and um, a bit of shelter out of the elements um, while we're racing and riding. Yeah, whilst the, uh, the racing and riding's on, on a, at, a, at a track meet, you might uh, just open it up maybe for a bit of a barbie in there or something? Yeah, I think we we could do. Yeah, that'll be the that'll be the go. <laughs> Just float that suggestion out there. Uh, yeah. How's the season going so far? You've uh, you've had uh, a meet a meeting or two, but you've also got um, the first of the Northwest Motocross Championships coming up in a bit over a week's time. Well, it's actually next weekend. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so we've just had round one of the Karatha um, Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our local round. We've just had that last weekend. Um, that was a bit of a scorcher. Uh, knocked a few people around, um, including myself. But um, yeah, hot and humid doesn't doesn't work, does it? When you're all all leathered up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was um, that was a bit of a belter that one. But yeah, uh, really really smooth running day. Good numbers for for round one. Um, and next weekend, April first and second, we have round one of the Northwest Motocross Championships. And we're hosting it right here in Caratha. That's right. Yeah. Just as we've yeah. done those upgrades then, because it should be some exciting riding. Where are you getting riders from? Uh, we'll have riders everywhere between uh, inland, Tom Price, Newman, Parabadoo, um, up to Port Hedland. Um, obviously, we can, they, they come down, we go to each other races. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have even riders from Broome, um, as far as Broome. So, yeah, um, really good. Do they do motocross down on the uh, down on the corner, Onslow and Exmouth, or are they too keen on fishing and snorkeling? Um, I think we we'll probably get a handful from from that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, further south, we mainly get those for the um, cash money events rather yeah. than champions events. So Northwest Motocross Championships round one in Caratha next weekend, April one and right. two. I'd imagine you get quite a few spectators because you get some uh, the travelling parties from. The uh, the towns to come along and support their uh, their riders and stuff like that. How are you going to go for for spectators? So are you going to provide camping and stuff like that, or? Yeah, that's right. Um, we'll provide uh, free camping, uh, free spectator entry, um, and we're probably looking at um, upwards um, nearly a thousand people over the weekend. Two days. Awesome. Uh, yeah, um, it, it should be really good. It's probably it's one of our two biggest events, if not the biggest event of the year. I reckon the canteen um, and bar will do a roaring trade. Yeah. 
It sure will. Um, we'll have have a, a licensed um, makeshift bar out there. Yep. Um, we'll have um, a little a little pop up canteen um, that we'll knock up next week, and we'll also have a couple of food trucks um, that can make the hot food and that for us um, before we get a real kitchen sorted. Yeah. So that'll be it'll they be a day meeting, or are you going to do that under lights? Uh, sorry. Well, is it going to be an all day meeting? What time are you going to get it underway? Uh, two days, yeah. Yep. So um, the first day will be practice in the morning and then racing um, probably about from lunchtime onwards. Okay. Um, have a few riders' meets and things like that, uh, briefings. Um, and then day two, yeah, we'll kick it straight off in the morning and we'll be done just after lunch from expecting. Do you get to do nighttime racing? Do you put the lighting towers up and do some riding or is it just too dangerous? Uh, we do that a bit later in the year. In yep. October, we have a night race. Yeah, that's all fully under lights. Fantastic. Looking forward to yeah. catching up with you during the year then. Just a reminder that it's next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, Saturday and sure. Sunday uh, across the uh, the two days out at the motocross track in uh, out in the light industrial area. Um, riders from all over the Pilbrook coming along, classes from 50 to 500cc. Walshy, it should be a fantastic event. Good on you. Awesome. Thanks very much. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Pilbara Saturday Sports Show brought to you by Extreme Sports in the Carath City Shopping Centre. Let's talk running. And it's not something that I enjoy doing a lot. My colleague here at uh, Triple M, Pablo, doesn't mind doing a bit of run. In fact, he's done a park run or two in his time. Let's talk about running then and uh, running for fun. And I'm not sure if that's really uh, a concept that goes together when I'm a member of the fitness protection program. But uh, Jax Holman is part of the Pilbara Trailblazers. In fact, she is El Presidente and she's on the program this morning. Morning, Jax. How are you? Morning. I'm good, thank you. Uh, sorry, uh, just so there you are, I am in the fitness protection program. So if you start getting to talking too much about exercise, I am going to break out in a sweat uh, just ah. by you listening to it. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about parkrun firstly. Um, Pablo uh, has done a few of these. Uh, they're essentially 5K runs, is that right? That's right. Uh, parkrun is fantastic. 5K weekly timed on a Saturday morning, 7am. We have a Bayview Road parkrun, which is uh, the courses around by the Belmoral Caravan Park. Yep. And there's also a parkrun in Dampier called Hampton Oval Parkrun. Uh, really great uh, morning activity. Uh, doesn't take up too much of your day, but it's a great way to start the day. All right. Is there, uh, if you're going to get involved in parkrun, do you need to be the next Steve Monaghetti uh, to take part in this, or do you need to have Ethiopian running genes? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, parkrun is it's a run for everyone, and in fact, there's now a big uh, push for park walk, which is motivating and encouraging people to come along. Nah, and still walk way too much event, exercise for me. Uh, oh. No, man. <laughs> um, but do you know what? The thing about it, though, is it's a really friendly and fun community, and so that 5K goes by pretty quickly when you does it? come along. It does. <laughs> You're really is not there, a Is there a cutoff time? Like, if you still haven't finished by, like, four hours, do you send out search parties? <laughs> Probably after four hours. Uh, but, you know, that's why we have a, a, an event briefing. So we tell people where the course goes and it's like if you've gone too far this way or too far that way, then uh, you've gone the wrong way. <laughs> are they technical courses? Are they challenging or are they just flat? 
not, uh, not technical look, my uh, view on the two park runs is that uh, Bayview Road Park Run in Karatha is really good if you want a PB, so that's a personal best, because it is flat and it, you sort of run one way, back the other way and back again. Mm -hmm. uh, Dampier Park Run involves some trail and some sand. It's absolutely beautiful. So uh, I always suggest to people, if you really want a pretty park run, then go down and check out Hampton Oval and they've got a great team who run that one down there. Yeah, I think my hamstrings are just blown on again just listening to you saying that uh all right let's talk about the karatha trail adventures project uh, is this the one that you've managed to get some funding for yeah we're super excited about this um karatha trail adventures so we were awarded um, a grant under the dlgsd outdoor active recreation participation grants program which a is a really big mouthful yep. it is a mouthful uh but it allows us to um, put on this program, which is going to be 12 weeks. And in that 12 weeks, we are taking people out on the trails. We're doing runs with them and also a whole lot of workshops around skills development for running and, um, you know, sort of information sessions on topics like nutrition and hydration and all those other bits that will support getting out there and having a go. Jake, you're going to do this this time of year because it's bloody hot. Yeah, no. Uh, so we're starting in the second school term. So the launch for the event's on the 30th of April, and we've got um, a cool idea for that. And then the running and those workshops will start in the second week of the school term, so around the beginning of May. Okay. Uh, now, are these going to be uh, the pretty courses of uh, Dampier and or the flat course of Bayview, or are you going to get up into the hills there and uh, take your chances with the mountain bikes? We're getting into the hills and uh, taking our chances with the mountain bikes. So the uh, the whole project around Karatha Trail Adventures is that it's about getting people outdoors and active over a period of time. But we also, um, you know, runners really like events. And in this community, we had really great success with events last year. So the project culminates with a Trail Adventures multi-distance event, and that's a 7K, 14 and half marathon, all in the hills with the courses starting at the BMX track and, uh, yeah, taking people out on a, uh, a hilly adventure. So I've seen you've, you've named them uh, after our local lizards. So you've got the Tata 7Ks, the Loopy Lizards 14 and the Bunger is the 21. Now, are these just basically a, a loop? So a 7K, for the 7K Happy Tata, is that like an out and back 7Ks and then you do it again for the Loopy Lizard, you do it a third time for the Bunger? No, the courses all start together and then um, they kind of go out and at a certain point the seven kilometre runners turn off and then come back to the BMX track and the 14 runners carry on right. and then at another further along point they turn off and come back and the 21 go out and do um, sort of the most technical piece as part of the half marathon. All right, and if they end up down at Onslow they've gone too far. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> now, look, that's uh, look. It's an important point to note that that's the role of volunteers, and we get a lot of others involved. That's part of this program too. Is is recognising that there are people who want to be outdoors, active, be part of that trail experience, but perhaps can't run, don't want to run. And so we have people like tail walkers, runners or bikers who follow along after the last um, participant to make sure that we get everyone home. Uh, and we have other roles that volunteers can be part of too. Oh, those people following on the tail end, Charlie's, it's not true that they come around with uh, bull whips and tasers to keep them running? <laughs> no? I hope not. <laughs> right, okay. Not. Just, just a encouragement, but without that sort of encouragement. 
the positive kind. Yes. You know. <laughs> it's been fun talking to you, Jax. Don't, uh, don't be strange. We'll catch up with you again uh, once the second school term gets underway and find out a bit more, particularly about the, uh, the multi-distance event as we get closer and closer to July. Thanks for your time on a Saturday morning. Thank you. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple Saturday Sports Show talking basketball now. It's finals time at the KBA and the Leisure Plex has come alive during the week with uh, semi-finals galore. Jodie Swaffer, the president of the KBA, joins me. It is that time of the year, Jodie, uh, where it's all on the line. Some, some games are cutthroat and some of them are double chance. Yeah, it's been um, it's been a great first round of finals. So very, very, some very close games and uh, looking forward to next week. All right. So it's going to be a big week because, and the following week's even bigger. But let's quickly go, if we can go through the women's, uh, yep. very quickly, Divi 4 women's, Magpies and Flames. What happened there? Yeah, they had a really good game. Flames great, getting up by 10 points to get straight through to the grand final. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trout's got up over Wick and Wildcats by four points. That was a really close game. So they'll take on the Robo Magpies in the prelim next week. All right, Divi 3. Uh, Trout's Orange got over the line in a nail-biter against Robo Magpies. One point. By point, yes. So that gets them straight to the, through to the grand final mm-hmm. as well, um, where the Maggies will and Northern Spirit Heat. Um, sorry. They'll take on those guys to, um, yes, against each well, other to see who will yeah. meet them against Trouts. Because um, Heat knocked off the Flames Black, didn't they? They did, yeah, by right. convincing them that. All right, let's go to the uh, top two the top two tiers then. Divi 2, another win for Trouts. Yeah. Must so be a good club. win over Flames Grey. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Flames Grey were missing a few of their young um, key runners there. So, um, but yeah, Trout's had a convincing win. And then Magic um, had a win over Flames Black. They had um, a fair amount of the ball, but Flames Black just couldn't sink it. So um, that will see Magic take on Flames Grey next week to see Trout's boot play in the grand final. There was a very famous uh, college basketball coach in the States who said at training this week, uh, we focused on um, catch and shoot, catch and shoot. Next week, we're going to focus on catch and score. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they had, that's exactly right. They had a heap of the ball, but it just wouldn't yeah, go in. Wouldn't, wouldn't fall for them. All right, finally yeah. to Divi 1 in the women's uh, minor premiers, Trouts. They were straight through the grandy, yeah? No, we got, what? we got beaten by the Flames. Yeah, wow. So, um, yeah, they had a really strong game. Their defence was um, really, um, really strong and they hit some great outside shots with mm-hmm. uh, Mia Howard hitting three from the three-point line. So Ooh, um, Northern Spirit will take on Trouts next week to see if Flames will meet in the grand final. So right. we um, Trouts have Beck and Shani to come back into there, so a couple of our big players. So hopefully we can... Um, make a difference there and get into the grandy. Right, so the prelims will be played on Thursday uh, at the yes. Leisure Plex and Trouts have got a couple of uh, teams in there in the women's, in Divi 1, Divi yep. 4, uh, and the other prelims for Divi 2 will be, who do we say? We've got uh, Flames Grey will take on Magic uh, in Divi 2 and Divi 3 will be Northern Spirit Heat against uh, the Magpies. Great. All right, now let's go to the men, the men folk. Uh, we'll start down in Divi 3. Now, this is something new because you put them in pools. You had so many teams, you had to split them up into pools this year. Yeah, so that was a, um, a, a great addition to 
um, the competition this year and we'll see the minor grand finals be played this Thursday. So, and then um, in the crossover grand final on the 1st of April as well, where those two teams won't have played each other throughout the season at all. So um, pretty excited to see what that brings. All right. So do we know who's in the two, the like Pool A, Pool B uh, finals on Thursday night? Yeah. So we've got, um, we've got the Cats, Cats are through actually for both of the um, divisions. Okay. So that's pretty pretty um, awesome as well for their first season. Um, they are playing against. Well, I think in the um, Flames team... Orange, yeah, yeah, in the Pool A. Yep. Um, and then they'll in the, the Trouts White in will Pool play B, against the Trouts in Pool B. Yeah. Right. So um, really good effort there from the Cats um, club as well. Um, and then yeah, so it could be a Cats Cats. It could Grand be, or, or not. Flames or Trouts might get up, yeah. <laughs> There's three clubs involved here. Uh, all is, their cats awesome. have got a, a, team, a foot in each camp. Uh, Divi 2, uh, um, Northern Spirit, or NSBC uh, Corp, yep. they Northern won Spirit by four Corp. points. Yep. Just a yeah, couple of buckets in it. Blacks. Yep, so that was a really nice um, close game as well. So um, Flames Black will take on Cold Trouts next week. So the old boys, um, mm-hmm. they, who had a convincing win over... The other um, old boys <laughs> in the <laughs> Saints. Day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And yeah. Divi won uh, Cats' first season in the comp uh, in Divi 1, and uh, they've gone through to the Grandy. Yeah. So they um, beat the minor round premiers as well in Northern Spirit Warriors, getting up by 10 points. So that was a pretty close match for the whole whole duration. Um, yeah, Connor Bradbury had a pretty good game, scoring 15 with Charlie Fountain on 10 points. And for... Uh, Warriors, Joel Hickey has top scored for, with 11. Um, so they will take on, Warriors will take on Flames Grey next week. Who um, Flames got through a, on a forfeit, didn't they? No, they oh. played um, Magic as oh, okay. well. So um, they played, they got up um, by a few in the end as well, but that was neck and neck till probably the last two minutes. Um, so, yeah, they'll take on uh, Warriors next Thursday in the prelim. So I've just noticed that uh, the thing in common with uh, Divi 1, Divi 1 men and women is the minor premiers both went, went down in their semi-final, yeah. but they've got the double chance. <laughs> exactly, which is really lucky. All right. So prelims are coming up on Thursday night, uh, except for men's Divi 3, where there's the, the pool finals and then all of the... Uh, the winners of those uh, prelim finals and the two Divi 3 pools will go through to Saturday night, the 1st of April, uh, for grand final action. Now, very quickly, if we can, because we're running out of time today, um, NBL 1, uh, Redbacks uh, playing Geraldton Buccaneers. I think it's a Bucks home game. Is that right? It sure is, yep, on the 8th of April. So Easter Saturday. Um, lots happening Easter Saturday, lots happening. We've got Pure Shot development camps on the Friday and Saturday for kids under 10s, under 18s, all the way through. So get online and um, book in for those camp uh, development camps as well, which is great. Then we'll see a um, curtain raiser event between a couple of um, uh, representative teams here as well mm-hmm. before the big game um, on the Saturday night. Um, all of the tickets are live. Courtside seats are already exhausted, which is awesome. Right. Uh, we've got general admission in a drinking and non-drinking sides, family tickets. How do we get the tickets, Jude? Um, on our um, Facebook page, so yep. Prather Basketball Association, there's a link there to um, try booking um, where you'll be able to go and see the tickets 
All right. uh, we've got sponsorship packages as well. So we've got sponsors tables, which will be elevated through some um, scaffolding decks as well. So really great opportunity there to get your, um, your business promoted across the event and after. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear from any businesses that are interested in being a sponsor for the event. It's a big couple of weeks for the KBA with finals coming up Thursday Massive. and Grandish next uh, Saturday. Then the following Saturday, Easter Saturday, uh, NBL 1 West comes to uh, K-Town with the General Buccaneers as the home team against the Perth Redbacks. Jody, thanks for your time today. It's always good to talk to you about basketball. Sadly, the season's coming to an end. It is, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll see lots of development in the off-season and... Um, and it will be, yeah, fight and fit, ready for the next time. It comes around very quickly. It does. Thanks for your time, mate. Have a great weekend. Thanks. You too. That's Jody Swaffer from the Karatha Basketball Association. We're going to uh, wrap up the uh, pr- program today with a chat about, oh, what can we tackle about today? Uh, golf. Well, let's go out to the Karatha Country Club. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show, uh, thanks to Extreme Sports in the Karatha City Shopping Centre. Golf, not a sport we speak about a lot, but uh, it's very popular here in Karatha. The Karatha Country Club uh, president is Bodie Brune. Joins me on the phone. Hello, Bodes. How are you? Yeah, good yourself, Dave. Not How too you bad. Been? Another Saturday morning, another day in paradise. Uh, is your wrist recovered yet? Are you going to get out and hit a ball anytime soon? Uh, probably another couple of weeks, I reckon, and I'll be back out and having a crack at golf. It's um, been very frustrating. You've got the Pilbara Forsens coming up uh, towards the end of next month. Are you going to be back for that? Yeah, hopefully. Um, hopefully uh, get back in. I've got to join up with me mate Yabby, see uh, if we can uh, have a win again, which right. would be really nice. Who's going to be carrying who? Uh, I think you'll be carrying me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's not that's the pleasantries out of the way. Let's talk what we really want to talk about. Uh, secured the services of Rob Farley, who's been involved with uh, the development of junior golfers in WA, and uh, he'll be coming up on a regular basis to the Craft Country Club, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Really excited. It was a, um, a vision I had for, for many, many years um, to be able to bring someone like the likes of Rob and He's uh, kindly accepted to come up once a month for the next uh, eight months to train both our new uh, juniors as well as our uh, up-and-coming juniors, but mm-hmm. also um, looking at uh, doing some beginner ladies' classes as well as do some one-on-ones with our local members and anyone else that wants to have a um, to learn to play golf and get the really high-level skills of Rob that he brings. When's he first due up then uh, to do these uh, clinics, these coaching sessions? So he's back up. Uh, he's here on the 30th of, of March. Um, mm-hmm. He's from 30th to the 1st of April. So um, spots are filling quickly, but um, like always, we'll, we'll be accommodating where we can. And um, especially juniors, like there's quite a number of spots left and we want to be able to provide um, some really high-level coaching for our juniors uh, for years to come. That's the future of the club, isn't it? Getting the juniors out there and uh, enjoying the game. So it's not, it's a very frustrating game, um, but if you can enjoy the game and set aside a lot of the frustrations, you come back uh, week after week and, uh, and play. Uh, how do people get in touch with you or the country club to uh, inquire about getting involved with these coaching sessions? Um, so, yeah, you can go onto our Facebook page, Crafter uh, uh, Golf Club or Crafter Country Club, both of those, as well as the Junior Golf page. Um, otherwise, you can email manager at craftercountryclub.com.au and I'll uh, respond immediately. Very good. Uh, cost? There's got to be a cost involved, surely, or is it going to be fully subsidised by the club? 
Um, so cost for the one-on-one -on -one sessions is 65. Uh, the ladies will be 20 um, and the juniors is $10. So we're subsidising majority of, of Rob's cost with flights, accommodation and the likes, but it's just the, the added cost of the one-on-one -on -one sessions that we're really chasing. All right, just give us those prices again because you just dropped out uh, when you're getting into the lady. So what were the one-on-one the -on -one is how much? One-on-ones uh, is $65 yep. for a 45 to an hour session. Yep. Uh, the ladies is $20 um, for the beginners course on the Saturday and juniors is 10 bucks. Very good. All right, mate, uh, take it easy with that wrist and hopefully you and Yabby can uh, have some more continued success in the Pilbara Fours. Uh, we'll probably try and touch base with you the week before uh, when we return to the Saturday Sports Show after a couple of weeks off. Uh, all the best, mate, and have a great weekend. Thanks very much, Dave, and appreciate you yeah, giving us a call. Bodie Brune, uh, the El Presidente down at Carrath Country Club. Rob Farley is coming up on a week, on a monthly basis, and the next one is uh, not far away, the 30th of the month through to the 1st of April. Get in touch with the Carrath Country Club or the Carrath Golf Club through their Facebook pages, or you can email Bodie Direct Manager at carrathacountryclub.com.au. And that's it for the Saturday Sports Show for this week. Uh, another truncated program, only one hour. The latest from the newsroom next, and then the Saturday rub before we head off to the MCG.